What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Capitals Connect podcast. My name is Rick Medalli, founder and host of the show. And as always, I thank you for taking the time out of your day to tune in and listen so you can get some value, some knowledge, some information, get connected with the right resources and people to help you get to the next level in life, whatever that means to you. Maybe you are a employee, an employee working for a job, and you just have this idea in your head that you want to implement. You just don't really know how to implement uh, to start your own business. Or maybe you're already a business owner uh, where you're more like you're self-employed and you're just uh, a job owner owning your own job, working 10, 12, 14-hour days. And you want to be a business owner or maybe you're a business owner and you want to be an investor into other businesses. It doesn't matter where you are right now in your life. It doesn't matter what goal you have next. This show is all about you to help you get to that next level, whatever that means to you. So as I share these this information, um, obviously I'm sharing lessons that I'm learning as I go as well and how I try to implement them in my life. And, you know, all credit goes to other people because I'm not sitting here saying I know how things should be all the time. I'm just sharing what I go through and I'm sharing my experiences um, with you guys, hoping that you guys can take the same lessons that I get out of it because every single day, it doesn't matter if it's Christmas, it doesn't matter if it's a regular day, I'm always looking to get better because if you get 1% better 100 days in a row, you'll be 100% better. And a lot of people look at the end goal in mind and they think about, damn, I'm not that person, that's not who I am right now. But if you always think about getting better every single day, eventually you get, you'll get to that person, you'll be that person that you want to be, you'll see that change you want to see, um, you will you'll reach those goals that you want to achieve. So. It's all about getting better one little bit at a time. Uh, You're never going to get better overnight. You're never going to be two times, a hundred times, three times better um, in a snap of a finger. You you do it over a long period of time. There's there's a saying out there. I forgot who it was by. They said something like, um, don't quote me on this. They said something along the lines of success is not, um, success and greatness is not one large grand act. It's a it's a sum of very small acts uh, and habits committed over time. So, um, yeah, get better. Slowly. Sorry, I went on a little bit of a rant in this intro. But that's kind of what happens as I uh, share this with you guys. I kind of just speak about what's on my head. I do always have an agenda of things I want to talk about. And today's the day after Christmas. So I want to talk about Christmas lessons that I've learned over this past uh, two days as uh, first Christmas as a father, first Christmas with my own family, um, first Christmas uh, with my son, and um, there's definitely things that you learn along the way, and these are no lessons that are any different, but these are lessons that I picked out over the last few days. Um, so let's get to it. There's three things that I want to talk about today. The very first thing I want to talk about is giving versus receiving presents and how both are equally as important. A lot of people, they, they get in this mood and they're like, there's typically two people out there. They're like, oh man, I love receiving gifts. And there's other people who are like, I love giving gifts. And one person is always going to say, you know, it's always better to give. And another person is always going to say it's always better to receive. But I want to talk about how these are both equally important and how people who love to give also have to be open to receiving. Because people who love to give, they're always like, oh, man, it's better to give. It's better to give. It's better to give. 
and yes, it's a great thing to give. And it's, obviously you get so much from giving and seeing the joy in other people when they receive their presence. But I want you to understand this on the flip side of that is the person receiving that present has to be open to receiving just as you, the person giving, has to be open to receiving as well. Because that present would not be as special if that person was not open to receiving and they didn't receive it so joyfully. And you see that excitement in them. And if that person did not receive it in that way, that, that same joy would not be have that same joy would not be achieved. So a lot, all those people out there always say, you don't have to get anything from me. I love giving more than I love receiving. Well, guess what? You have to be open to receiving as well because all the people who want to get you gifts, they want to say, they want to experience that same feeling that they, that, that you experience when you give them gifts. So the people who are so philanthropic, philanthropic in their heart, these people who are so loving, so caring, so generous, I want, I want to share a message with you guys today that you also have to be open to receiving as well. Because us people who want to give to you, because you've given to so many other people, we want to see you happy as well. And in order for us to be happy and us to give that, get that same joy of giving, you as, as the person have to be open to receiving and, and open to uh, having that same type of joy. It's a two-way street. So if you're a person who loves receiving gifts, same thing for you, man. You got to switch this thing around and learn that, man, you can... You get just as much, if not more, joy by giving to others and seeing them happy as well. And these these gifts don't have to be, you know, off the wall. But they do have to be meaningful. And obviously, you know, the more meaningful they are, the more joyous and the happy, happier you see these people. And the more you get out of it, the more fulfilled you feel, the more ha- happiness you feel, the more joy you feel, feel, in, feel in your heart. So giving versus receiving presents is one in the same. They have, there's, there's two ends to both sides, or there's two sides to both stories, and both have to be open to it. So all those people out there who are only loving, who love receiving presents, learn how to give presents. All the people who out there who only love giving presents, learn how to receive presents as well, because we all need to share in it, in this experience together. That leads me into my next point, which is listening. Now, a lot of people in life, uh, and, and it's maybe more truthful to guys, uh, is more may hold, hold more weight to guys because the guys aren't always the best listeners. And what do I mean by listening? Because for me, it's been very, I'm not the best at get, giving presents. And one of the main reasons I've learned that I'm probably not the best at giving presents is because I probably haven't been listening as closely or as intently throughout the months or the year leading up to Christmas or the time, just any time really in listening to people when they say, man, that would be really cool to have. Because every single day people are talking about, I'd love to have this, I'd love to have that, or if I could experience this, or little things in their lives like, man, I wish I could see color for the people who are colorblind, or even people who are just like stressed out and they're working really hard, their body's tight, and maybe something that you can get for them and them saying is like, man, I really need to relax. Maybe you listening and hearing that they need to relax. Maybe you can put together and get a massage for that person. 
moral of the story here is in sales and in business and anytime you're trying to serve others, you have to listen for the problem in order in order for you to fulfill that problem. A lot of time people a lot of times people and salespeople who are in business for themselves, uh, service providers, whatever they may be trying to do in order for them to uh, build their business, a lot of times all they have to do is listen to what their clients, what their prospects have to say in order for them to fill that gap in the marketplace. Most people do not really understand and take market research to the level of trying to plug in a problem that most consumers have. And that's really all it takes for you to be a successful business owner is to hear the problems that people have and provide the solution to those problems. I always tell the story that most people who are buying a drill, they don't want to buy a drill. They want to buy the end goal of the hole. They need a hole that they have in their household, so they need to buy a drill. Don't sell them a drill. Sell them how this drill is going to provide them with that hole. Provide the solutions that they need and for their issues that they have. So listening. A great part of being a good gift giver is listening to people throughout the years. And by listening, you'll be able to provide them and purchase them better presents. And those those presents will not have to be like, damn, what do I get this person? I don't know what to get them. Why can't they just tell me exactly what they want? Make this a lot easier. Well, let's just make it a lot easier on ourselves by actually listening to the people um, instead of not listening and not really understanding what it is they want. So that's the second lesson I got out of Christmas. And then the third is writing down your Christmas list. It's kind of funny because um, I talk about this and there's a, man, I forgot if I was listening to a podcast. There was a study out there um, about goals and about achieving goals. And um, I talk about writing out your Christmas list because when you write out your Christmas list as a child, as an adult, whatever it may be, it's easier for people. <laughs> it's easier. I just got done talking about listening. So, <laughs> um, but it's still easier if you write down your Christmas list and what it what it is you want or need, and then you can share it with the people around you so that they'll give you something meaningful. And it could even be something that you. It doesn't have to be a want. It can be a need. Um, maybe it's like a if you have baking supplies or if you're just doing baking, you're like, damn, I don't have I don't have a proper measuring cup. The lines on my cup are gone. And then getting a new cup is going to mean the world to you, even though it's such a small little thing. Um, but that being said, writing down your wants and needs is like a Christmas list and is also similar to what I consider a goal list or a to-do list in achievements that you have to get done. Now, you're probably thinking, sitting there wondering, like, how the hell does a, a wish list for Christmas relate to goals and, um, and, and achieving these goals? Well... Your Christmas list, guess what? When people gave me Christmas lists, I knew exactly what they wanted and I could go out and buy it. Or I can go out on budget for it. Or I can go out and say, this is what we got to get for them. And then by putting these lists together, I can then consolidate everybody else's list, put it on my own list. Now I could go and shop with a purpose. I know exactly what I'm looking for. I know where I need to go. Instead of going to the store and sitting there thinking, all right, damn, what the hell am I going to get this person? By putting that list together, 
you're more likely to achieve and get everything that you need for this list by writing it down. That being said, that's exactly the same thing as to what it comes to when you're writing down your goals. I've been listening to this podcast. It was Tony Gonzalez. I forgot he was talking. It was, no, excuse me, Ed Milet. He was talking of talking to Marie Full Florio or Forlio. I don't know, whatever her name is. But she had mentioned that 42% of, or excuse me, some like 90-something percent of people do not write down their goals. That means... If you write down your goals, you're already ahead of 90%, 90-something percent of people in the game. So you don't necessarily have to beat out 100% of people. All you have to beat out is the 8% of people that actually wrote down their goals. You're not competing with 100% of people anymore. You're only competing with the people who actually wrote down their goals because you're already ahead of the people who didn't write down their goals. Now, I want you to understand this because this is also a staggering stat. They say 42% of people who write down their goals, or not 42% of people, but people who write down their goals increase their chances of actually hitting their goals by 42% just by writing them down. You're probably thinking, well, how does that even make any sense? Well, because everything is made three times. First is in your mind. Second is on paper. And third is actually manifesting what it is that you wanted to achieve. Just like you're putting together a house. You don't just build a house as you go. You build a house first in your mind. You see it. You vision, envision it. Second, you put it together on a blueprint. You put it on paper, right? And then third is you actually execute on it. It's the same exact things with your goals. Don't just write it down. Put the blueprint of how you're going to achieve those goals um, in order for you to follow that blueprint and then and then move from there and then actually apply and achieve those goals. And that's how those three, that's the three steps. Everything in life is created in three steps at minimum. And those are the three steps is first writing or envisioning it. Second, writing it down on paper, putting that blueprint together. And then third, you actually create it in real life. So that being said, writing down your goals increases your chances of hitting it by 42% because you're actually taking that second step of each, how uh, how everything is created in life. So take that extra step. It's so easy. It's so, it's common. She said something about um, it's so common knowledge. The easy, I forgot exactly what she said. Anyways, it's so easy to do, but it's also so easy not to do that it gets overlooked. And most people overlook the easy things to do. And in reality, those easy things add up. So long story short, three things I learned from Christmas is one, Giving and receiving are both equally important because the person giving, in order for them to receive joy, the person receiving has to be able to be open to receiving and having the joy and accepting the presence. A lot of people don't really know how to accept presence. They don't know how to accept compliments. They don't. They don't know how to. They don't know how to accept things with open arm, open arms, and being thankful for it, and not feeling like. They're greedy or selfish or whatever it may be because they're both important. Giving and receiving are both report important when it comes to presence, when it comes to a mindset of uh, giving money, receiving money, being generous, and being thankful. Uh, they're both equally important. Two is right uh, listening and actually taking the time to listen and how that, how that can actually apply to sales and in business is actually listening to your prospect, listening to the market listening to your customer and finding out what exactly that they want and actually being able to provide 
that solution. And last but not least is writing down your goals as if it's a Christmas list. Write down your goals because you get a 42% chance increase to actually achieve those goals just by writing it down. So hopefully you got something out of today. This is uh, the three lessons I got out of Christmas. And um, these are things that I was able to pull out as I was shopping for presents. And I'm like, damn, I don't know what to get to these people because I haven't been listening. Right. I don't know what to um, give people because I haven't been listening. I don't know how to receive um, because I haven't been giving properly. Like these are the things that I picked up out of Christmas. And my question to you is, what are the lessons that you got out of Christmas? Because we all learn things. We all pick up things on a daily basis. And it's just about actually um, accepting the lessons and applying them in your life. So I want to know what it is that you guys learned. I want to know what it is that you guys got out of Christmas. And I want to know if my three things that I learned this Christmas help you in your Christmas as well. So let's get connected. Connect with me. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, text me, call me, whatever it may be. I love listening to people's input. Uh, <coughs> you probably, I'm probably going to drop a new episode before Christmas. Excuse me, by the way. <laughs> um, but I'm probably going to drop a new episode before New Year's because I have a number of things that I want to talk about and a huge topic in regards to uh, New Year, the new year and the new decade. So that being said, thank you all. I appreciate you. Have a great day and we'll talk soon.